This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. This Father's Day, the Home Depot has the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's the groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. This Father's Day, power dad's doing with the convenience and gas-like power of Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools from the Home Depot. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. Find the perfect Father's Day gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Shop for Father's Day now in stores or online at homedepot.com. Episode 132, The Pink Tax, what it is and how to avoid it. Welcome to the Frugal Friends Podcast, where you'll learn to save money, embrace simplicity, and live a richer life. Here are your hosts, Jen and Jill. Welcome to the Frugal Friends Podcast. My name is Jen. My name is Jill. And today we are taking the day before Halloween to talk about something really horrifying. Spooky. This is the pink tax. (laughs) Good intro. And I think the worst thing that you could get out of today's episode is that this is just kind of like a woe is me, I'm a girl, things cost more sort of thing. What Mm. we really want to do is raise awareness to this because, I mean, up until I wrote an article on this last year, I wasn't super familiar with it, like Mm -hmm. how prevalent it still is. It was in 2019 and is in 2020 and will be in 2021, et cetera. Yeah. And I primarily had an association with this concept just with feminine hygiene products, but it goes far beyond that. And it is a topic that I think both men and women should be familiar with. Yeah. To raise awareness and then also what you can do to save your money and also fight the systemic toxic, I don't know if it's even masculinity, toxic ignorance uh, Mm -hmm. that perpetuates the pink tax. So that's that. <laughs> that's but first, super casual today. Uh, first, our sponsors. Uh, today, our episode is brought to you by the Frugal Friends Workbook. Um, so whether you're new to budgeting or trying to reach a big financial goal and maybe you're feeling uh, stagnated, stuck, bored, whatever, um, the Frugal Friends Workbook is designed to help wake you up. Uh, It's a digital workbook with six week-long challenges to help you save money, simplify your life, uh, improve your money conversations, and more. It's over 60 pages and can be completed on your own, but it's created to be gone through in pairs or small groups to create that accountability that we all want and need. Um, And that's why every purchase comes with two downloads, so you can share or split the cost. So head to frugalfriendspodcast.com slash workbook uh, to learn more and use the code Taco Bell, all one word, 
uh, to get $10 off that listed price. Hmm, so exciting. Also brought to you by Under Pressure. That feeling of impending deadlines, expectations, responsibilities looming just overhead. Our sponsor today wants to warn us that things under pressure, unless ventilated, will explode. Under pressure. I'm no scientist, but be careful. (laughs) That's how all great uh, conspiracy theories end. Actually, I'm no scientist. I'm no expert, but be careful. (laughs) But but think you should be. Yeah. Asking these questions. Yeah. Yeah. So the pink tax, that is not a conspiracy theory. Mm. Uh, It is actually something that exists. And like I said before, I wasn't aware of it. Like I had heard of it, but it was more one of those things that it was just like, Like, yeah, sure, in the 50s, but like, whatever, it's 2019. Mm -hmm. It's 2020 now, Jen. it's 2020 now. you don't want to, um, yeah. I don't want to acknowledge Acknowledge what what you're saying. But I did, I I researched the, the items that were pictured in these articles, and I'm like, let me do my own research. Mm. And the prices are still different. They're still mm-hmm. higher uh, for not just female hygiene products, because obviously we have more of those. Those are something uh, we can't really get around. Uh, but for uh, children's toys, for yeah. like hair care, for um, T-shirts. Yeah. Um, yeah, for, yeah. Not even just for products, but for services too, which mm-hmm. I was not aware of, like how deep this rabbit trail goes until reading some of these articles, recognizing the disparity between what the same types of services or products cost for um, male-oriented expressions versus female. It's insane. Yeah. So again, this episode isn't something where we're going to be we're not woe is me here. Our first article is going to kind of tell you where you should be looking for these things. And so where kind of it is mostly. And then our next one is ways to avoid it. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, easy ways that you can kind of quote unquote fight back. Mm -hmm. So yeah, this is all constructive. Mm -hmm. Uh, We are pragmatic, not dramatic. (laughs) <laughs> so thank yeah, you well said. yeah I got that from business chicks you know it's interesting before we even get into this first article this is a factor that I've noticed even in other types of products not related to gender but for example in the grocery store and I think I've even talked about this at one point like there are different sections of the same products and oftentimes those same products, while manufactured maybe by different companies, have drastically different price points. So like your olive oil and just your oil section might be a lot more expensive than olive oil you might find in your ethnic food section. 
Um, so that's a whole other thing. I've not taken a deep dive into it. It's just something that like anecdotally I've observed that there is some sort of pricing discrepancy related to targeted demographics that I think does exist outside of genders. Uh, it's what we're focusing on today is the pink tax, but this is a thing. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think what you're saying to be aware of so that we can, buy smarter, um, know that people are marketing to us, know that some of these products are more expensive and there are alternatives um, that we don't have to shell out as much money for. So yeah, a big, yeah, big thing of this has to do with marketing. If you've heard of Peloton, they are a, a widely known example of, of this. They mm. took their bike, which was selling, it was mediocre and then just doubled the price without doing anything. And it has become the worldwide phenomena that it is now. Mm. Um, because we believe that things that are more expensive are better quality. Mm -hmm. um, and not to say that Peloton is not great quality. People just realized the quality that it was when they doubled the price. But it didn't need to be that expensive from the beginning. Mm -hmm. So... This is kind of one of those marketing tactics. I'm sure a lot of a, a lot of marketers will believe that women will buy higher priced things because they believe it's higher quality and men will prefer to buy lower cost things because they don't care about quality as much. That's a that's a known stereotype while not necessarily true. But mm -hmm. it is something that kind of perpetuates this pink tax. And so what is the pink tax exactly? It's a system of just, well, let's say this is from bankrate.com, and uh, the article is How Women Pay the Pink Tax. And it's defined as a system of discriminatory pricing on products and services that is based on gender. Um, and it's estimated that the pink tax costs the average woman $1,300 a year and impacts all aspects of daily life from shopping to dry cleaning. It's amazing. They even have this infographic within the article showing that a woman, by the time she's in her 70s or 80s, has paid upwards of $130,000 on the pink tax uh, just for, yeah, the products, services, gifts that she may have purchased throughout the year. And I will say one of these articles makes the point that this doesn't just impact women, it impacts men as well who might be purchasing products for any reason, but going to maybe a more female oriented product and, and purchasing that thing, you're also paying it. So it does, it impacts everybody, but yeah, particularly the women who are buying these products. Mm -hmm. I think while we don't want to, um, be amplifying in any way. I do think that it's worth just breaking down some of the statistics that are given to us in these articles. These statistics actually come from our second article, The Simple Dollar, but it's worth stating in this portion because we're talking about what it is. And so they give these percentages that women pay 92% more than men for dry cleaning dress shirts, like a similar dress shirt, a white button down dress shirt. Sometimes if a woman brings it in versus a man bringing it in, you can pay two to three times more. I mean, 92% more. That is significant. Uh, next percentage is that women will pay 54% more than men for a haircut. I absolutely know this to be true. It is 
absolutely double. Women pay 13% more for personal care products. And I mean, the beauty industry, my goodness, that could be a whole other episode, topic, book, whatever you want to call it. Uh, That yes, you are paying a whole lot more to buy personal care products. And not to mention, feminine hygiene products are subject to sales tax in 35 states. That is a significant portion of states yeah. that's, that charge sales tax on necessity, where often food uh, and other necessities are not taxed. This is considered to be a luxury item. So yeah, I would just love to have a few words with the person who thinks that this is a luxury item mm-hmm. in any stretch of the imagination. Yeah. I I get so ticked every single time I am in the fem- feminine hygiene product aisle. Oh, for so many different reasons. The way that they're trying to market to me, how much things cost, the fact that this is even a part of my life. That's a whole other rant. Hus- um, yeah. Husbands are so grossed out by this. I'm sure that if you talk to a husband, they know it's it's a necessity <laughs> for themselves. It's like, please yeah. <laughs> get it. I just and clean it up. There's some new ways coming out that can help save money in this regard. We're not going to take a deep dive into that today. At least I'm not. Uh, Cause I don't want to waste my time there. What I do want to <laughs> talk about next is women's credit scores. This is a new one for me on average are nine points lower than men's, even though they typically carry less debt. Yeah. I mean, well, that's one of the reasons why credit scores are lower uh, because credit scores kind of run on how much debt you're paying back. Um, Mm -hmm. And, you know, so it's not just something that like is for, you know, middle class people. I love this story down here where um, entrepreneur David Hansen publicly accused Apple of Goldman Sachs of gender discrimination after his wife's application for an increased credit line was denied. Uh, Hansen pointed out that his credit line was 20 times higher than his wife's, even though they share finances and she had a better credit score. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is this affects every like class right. of woman. And- Of course, they blame it on the algorithms in the credit card industry. And as this article points out, it's really hard to figure out if an algorithm has a bias because there's so many factors that go into it. But debt to income ratio is a big factor, which is, is also a gender specific type of concern that because women on average make 79 cents to every dollar that a man makes, yeah, that's definitely going to impact your debt to income ratio. And this article also points out that that's just white women. For women of color or Hispanic women, that ratio drops to about 74 cents uh, for every dollar that a man makes. So it's a bit of an uphill battle over here. Mm -hmm. Uh, But we're just bringing awareness and we're going to talk about how to do something about it. Yeah. And there is, um, there are new statistics talking about the wage gap. And so this is an average. It's actually now coming out that uh, for men and women at the beginning of their careers, see more, um, see the exact same pay rate. Uh, hmm. But when a woman gets to about 30, 32, that's when the wage gap really um, like starts to take off. Whoa. Um, 
We're yeah. right there, Jen. Right. And so uh, as I think a lot of listeners of this podcast are probably around our age. Um, so this is something and, and I've said this for a long time, like we actually need to like stop putting so much emphasis on the wage gap and start focusing more on the wealth gap because um, mm-hmm. that's an even bigger despair. There's there's so much more um, to work on there. So but we need to like fight for our pay increases and our raises and our promotions. And, t- you know, if we're not getting those, then finding jobs that will pay us what we're worth. So, mm-hmm. again, that's a, a tangent on the pink tax. But still, if we are paying $1,300 a year more, then our incomes need to be able to support that. And we don't always put those two together. And we have a lot of single women listening to the show saying it's very hard to get ahead. It's hard to pursue debt freedom or financial independence. And yeah, it is harder. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. So that's why we need to kind of work harder at the most effective and efficient Mm -hmm. areas of work. Yeah, if you're making less and it's impacting your credit score and you're being charged more for the products that you buy, it's impacting your ability to get a car, or purchase a home and keep moving forward. So like this thing that that women are identifying as why is it so hard, especially these single women who are writing into us. Yeah, there there is something real. First of all, like you're validated in some of those feelings of what is happening? Why can't I just keep moving forward? And there are some things that are inside of our control that we can do to keep moving forward and find ourselves in a better place a year from now than we are today. But there's also some systemic, uh, wider, bigger concerns and issues that are happening as well. So both on the macro level and the micro level, we want to look at what are some of the things that we can be doing and be aware of so that we can be smarter consumers. Yeah. Um, A few other things in this article um, that women tend to pay more for. Um, So we already know about the razors and the shaving cream, um, but also jeans. So shopping around for good prices on jeans will be very beneficial to you Mm because you're not necessarily going to go out and buy men's jeans. Like you can switch to a man's shaving cream, uh, but you still want to, I still want to wear, you know, jeans that hug my curves. So (laughs) I'm not going to lie. I tried on Eric's jeans one time. That was a mistake. Uh, (laughs) He's a lot taller than you. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I just thought like, he's a dude. Like his pants are going to be like so big on me. I'm going to be swimming in them. And then I put them on and they fit me. (laughs) And I was mortified. And then I go to tell him like, Hey, I like, I did this weird thing, but, but now I have to tell you, like I put on your pants and like they fit me. And he's like, well, yeah. And I'm like, what do you mean? Well, yeah. And he's like, your butt's bigger than mine. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was a fun day in the Sirianni camper. (laughs) So don't do that. No, don't Um, try on your husband's pants. um, It'll end poorly. Yes. But getting jeans, not just like fast fashion jeans, but jeans that will last that you can have for a very long time. Um, Children's toys. So there are a lot of side-by-side comparisons of children's toys, um, the pink or or female version being more expensive than 
the blue or unisex version. Mm -hmm. Um, Laxatives, they said. So pretty much anything that's marketed, that's targeted toward women. So it, the, the, the pink that, tax like, does not discriminate. So interesting to me. Like, yeah. why laxatives? This is, this is no different. Yeah. Oh, goodness. They were even saying, they said something about um, Old Spice uh, like <laughs> that deodorant. You, that you can switch to some products maybe that are unisex or more geared towards men. But if you're not trying to smell like Old Spice swagger, then you've got a problem. Which, right. yeah, I think Old Spice smells gross. So, I My dad wore Old Spice. So oh, for me, it's nostalgic. nostalgic but like, I don't yeah. want to smell like my dad. No. So no. Um, so maybe the what I'm thinking of is in the next article. Um, it does say that for so it for example the average cost of a woman's pair of jeans at one popular retail is 62.75 while comparable jeans men's jeans at the same store were 57.09 um and i mean wow. you would i mean if you're wearing if if you're fitting into Eric's jeans you have to anticipate it's not less denim <laughs> exactly so, not that much different yeah. My favorite part about spring cleaning is that post clean clarity when I'm like, wow, I can finally think clearly. How was I functioning in that mess before? It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three month plan. If this sounds like the type of spring cleaning your finances need right now, then it's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text and data for $15 a month. All plans come with high speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Plus, you can use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash frugal. That's mintmobile.com slash frugal. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash frugal. $45 upfront payment required, equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Now that I have kids, I'm hyper aware of the information I put online. But unfortunately, there's only so much I can do. Our personal information is everywhere on the internet, and I don't have time to monitor and take it off every website. That's why I personally use Delete Me. Delete Me is a service that finds and removes any personal information from hundreds of data broker websites and make sure it stays off. Delete Me isn't just a one-time service. It's always working for you, constantly monitoring and removing the personal information you don't want on the internet. I signed up, completed a questionnaire, and they took it from there, submitting opt-out requests to data broker sites and keeping my personal info private. To take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me. Now, at a special discount for our listeners, today get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com frugal and use promo code FRUGAL at checkout. The only way to get 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash FRUGAL and enter code FRUGAL at checkout. That's joindeleteme.com slash FRUGAL, code FRUGAL. Um, <sighs> yes. So let's get into our next article then. Um, and this one is from The Simple Dollar. It's how women shoppers can beat the pink tax. 
Mm-hmm. Jill, what did you think of this one? Yeah, it was helpful. I think that they took both an approach of what can you do just in your in your daily life to help to combat actually spending money on the pink tax, and then what can you do larger view to really combat this pink tax systemically. Mm-hmm. So one of the uh, suggestions on here of how to avoid it is to consider unisex products which I like this suggestion to be aware that, hey, just because something is pink or geared towards women, it's going to cost more. Is there an alternative in a unisex option or even in the male option? Like you mentioned the razors, like it is true that female razors cost more than men's razors. And yet men's razors seem to work a whole lot better. They've got more blades Mm -hmm. to them, like you name it. It's simple example, but that's, that's one of them. Does it have to be, um, Venus that you're shaving your legs with, or can it be something else? Um, certainly I would say to re-examine your beauty or personal hygiene routine, can it be simplified? Do you have to be purchasing all of these products that are geared towards women trying to suck you in and make you think that you're going to be like the next hottest, most beautiful, glistening, glowing unicorn being? No, like (laughs) we can maybe make ourselves like 10% better. And I'm pretty sure some, some of your simple soaps and moisturizers can do that. So rather than being swooned by the way (laughs) that the bottle looks, consider looking at the different types of products because guaranteed they have very similar ingredients in them. It's how I shop. Like I'll look at the back. I'll look at the ones that are like, oh, all natural and organic and pretty and swirly font. And I'll look at what are the ingredients in it. And then I'll go find a bottle that's cheaper with those same ingredients. Love that. Put it in a little glass jar if I want it to look cute at home, but Mm -hmm. I mean, it's frugal. Um, Another thing to do is research the brands you purchase. And so this was actually, um, this list on the Simple Dollar was the one I was thinking of in the last one. And uh, it, it talks about a study by the New York City Department of Consumer Affairs. Uh, and found it found that consumer goods marketing towards women and girls cost about 7% more on average than those marketed toward men and boys. Um, and products for women cost more in 30 out of 35 categories and span every industry. I mean, and so in perspective, <laughs> the average stock market return, if people generally use 7%. So, and and these products... Mm-hmm increase with inflation. So that's something to think. I thought that was an interesting thing. But so obviously, personal care products are the highest, um, and they tend to cost 13% more. Adult clothing tends to cost 8% more. This one surprised me. Senior home uh, and healthcare products tend to cost 8% more. Um, And there was a picture on one article that had like um, panty liners for... um, for incontinence for both men and women, and they were the same price, but the men's one had like 25% more pads in it than the women's um, for no reason. So um, children's toys tend to cost 7% more, and then children's clothing tends to cost about 4% more. So if you research the brands that you purchase, you can essentially use your voice 
to or your non-purchasing of that brand to say that you care about that disparagement. So what the article recommends is setting up a Google alert for pink tax. Um, and then you will be up to date whenever news breaks about a company that is perpetuating the pink tax. Um, and so one of the experts cited in this article say that only when vendors feel the pinch, um, which means you not buying from them, will meaningful price reductions occur. Because for-profit companies don't do things for people because it's nice. Uh, they do things for people because it's profitable. So the only way to get somebody to change is to give them financial incentive to do so. And so along those lines is the article recommends be a part of eliminating the pink tax with some of the things that you've just mentioned, Jen, of setting up those alerts, being aware, keeping an eye on companies that you purchase from and how much your products are and how much the alternatives to those things are. Uh, and really just essentially being a smart consumer and bringing the pink tax to light, uh, whether that's in conversations that you have, or even if you want to go so far as to writing companies, um, letting them know of your awareness, switching who you purchase from, um, you can be taking steps in your actions and how you spend your dollar to speak and let your voice be heard in that mm -hmm. way. Uh, and then Next is to support companies and legislation uh, taking a stand against the pink tax. So there are plenty of companies, and you can find them if you set up that Google alert. You'll also be alerted to, to companies that are doing uh, putting out press releases saying that they are fighting against the pink tax. And so you'll know better which companies to support. And so this is, this is a reason why we think frugality is so important. You buy fewer things. Therefore, you have more money to support the companies and brands that are doing good things, um, that are prioritizing that, because oftentimes it is a little more expensive um, than getting the cheapest store brand. But uh, we think it's important. So, um, but not just companies, like legislation too. Uh, so the website, um, tax-free period, displays a map of the U.S. and you can click to see if your state has a tax on tampons, um, uh, but not on non-essential items. So, for example, Colorado has a tampon tax, but private jet parts are untaxed. So stuff like that. And so then <laughs> go out, like do something about it. Send an email, write a letter, make a call. Like those are the most important things. Um, and then also vote. Uh, voting's coming right around the corner, I think. You, have you heard? <laughs> I think. Some, have some you heard of say, date, Jill? Oh, I've, yeah. I've heard a little bit of something November. So, um, yeah. so do that. Um, <laughs> um, and then also um, make sure that you are staying up to date about legislation that affects you as a female. Mm-hmm. And last but not least on this list, uh, they recommend using credit card rewards to offset the pink tax. Now, this is with the caveat that we recognize credit cards are not the end all be all. They are not going to solve everything. And for some of us, they are not our best option um, for staying on track financially. However, they can be um, 
useful in this regard to help eliminate or offset the pink tax. In finding a credit card that maybe rewards you with extra cash back or certain items, bonuses in different categories that you might be interested in for the things that you shop for the most. So they have a link on here for different types of rewards credit cards, and you can pick one tailored to the types of purchases that you make so that you can be sure that you are being rewarded for those purchases. And that's one way to stick it Mm. to the man. Full stop here, like full disclosure, the Simple Dollar is a website and they make money from affiliate commissions when you sign up for credit cards through their links. So that is Mm. uh, 90% of why this is number six. But uh, 10% is that rewards credit cards are a good idea in general to, you know, get those welcome Mm. bonuses and Increase your credit line, ladies. Like, get your no annual fee credit card and leave that thing open. Increase your credit scope. Mm-hmm. Bring yourself up those nine mm-hmm. points. No, you know what? Make it 10 <laughs> or even 11 beyond Make your male it 11. <laughs> you know what else we're making 11 out of 10? Ooh, it's the bill of the, of the week. week. time for the best minute of your entire week. Maybe a baby was born and his name is William. Maybe you paid off your mortgage. Maybe your car died and you're happy to not have to pay that bill anymore. Duck bills, Buffalo bills, Bill Clinton. This is the bill of the week. Hi, this is Rachel from Kansas. My favorite bill of the week is the bill for my son's birth. My son was born seven months ago and we received the hospital bill last week. I expected it to be high since we have a high deductible health insurance plan, but was surprised when the bill said we owed $6,025. I double-checked our insurance claim and found out the hospital overcharged us by $2,285, the amount our insurance said we saved by using our insurance. Thankfully, a quick call to the hospital got the error corrected, and we only owed $3,740. Make sure you always double-check those bills. A hundred percent. Yes. Always. The, the hospital is always wrong. A hundred percent of the time, they're wrong on something. Even if it's not in the money, they're going to be wrong on something. And then always negotiate the bill down. Always ask mm-hmm. for a painful mm-hmm. discount or some kind of discount because mm-hmm. they'll give it to you. You just have to ask. Oh, just to be paying attention mm-hmm. and taking a little bit of time to call. It is annoying. I'm not going to act like it's not. So annoying. Or frustrating, time consuming. But you just saved $2,000 because of catching that and making a phone call. Well done. And congratulations. I hope that you're enjoying life with your new babe. Yes. Oh, and you're just getting out of the really sucky time. Like it's all up here. Not everybody here, finds baby girl. it sucky, Jen. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I mean, it's a it's a blessing. <laughs> Have fun. Uh, if you want to leave us a bill about all your blessings, blessings of the week. <laughs> <laughs> no, just keep it stick, stick to bills. They yeah, keep blessing bills. bills. Visit <laughs> frugalfriendspodcast.com slash bill. Leave us your bill. Thank you.
How do I get my partner on board with our finances? It's a top question we get from listeners, and we've realized it's a game changer when there are tools that allow you to work together better, like Monarch. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, track progress toward financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com frugal. Unlike other personal finance apps, Monarch's simple design makes it so easy to set up and manage your household finances. Plus, they have built-in collaboration features so you can invite your partner at no extra cost. After trying out Monarch myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, listeners of this show will get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com frugal. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash frugal for your extended 30-day free trial. Go to monarchmoney.com slash frugal for an extended 30-day free trial. When it comes to ensuring your company has top-notch security practices, things can get complicated fast. Vanta automates compliance for SOC 2, ISO 27001 and more, saving you time and money. With Vanta, you can streamline security reviews by automating questionnaires and demonstrating your security posture with a customer-facing trust center. Over 7,000 global companies like Atlassian, Flow Health, and Quora use Vanta to build trust and prove security in real time. Listeners can claim a special offer of $1,000 off Vanta at vanta.com special. That's V-A-N-T-A dot slash special for $1,000 off Vanta. Now it's time for the lightning round. So today we are talking about personal pink tax experiences. Bum, bum, bum. Yeah. This is your Halloween special. Yes. (laughs) Get ready. It's so spooky. Um, So because I was only introduced to the pink tax last year, I am not as familiar with it. But I have found as the mom of a son that I actually can save a lot more money because everything I I can use everything unisex. And so with girl stuff, I found that, I mean, and even for me, I know if I had a girl, I would be much more prone to getting the the frilly stuff and the accessories and all this extra floof. Like I could see myself doing it. I'm not above it. But with a boy, I feel like he's going to destroy everything. And so I spend money on nothing. I make sure I give everything him I get. Nothing to destroy. I give him trash to play with and other people's hand-me-downs. And so I parent very affordably. And I know that that is in part due to the fact that I have a son instead of a daughter. Um, yeah. So I don't know if there's other parents that feel differently or the same. I've never had a daughter, so I don't know. Um, but I'm just comparing it to the other reasonable parents I know yeah. um, that it seems like they spend a little bit more. Part of that is pink tax. Maybe part of that is just you choosing to spend more, but the items are actually more money. And I mean, Mm -hmm. we even see like, 
go to just Target or Walmart and you see that the sections are even larger. Like there are a lot more girl items Mm -hmm. that you can purchase than there are boy items to purchase. And very similar types of onesies, outfits, you name it, are more money in the female version than the male version. So that's the pink tax. But of course, your own desire to consume those things, you can control. Yeah. Yeah. But I think there's the option to buy more things for your daughters. Um, I don't think it's just numbers. I think it's also like mental too. Mm -hmm. Like marketers taking advantage of people. Yeah. My experience, well, one of them that stands out to me with the pink tax, I used to be a case manager at a home for, it was a residential facility for um, youth. So they both lived there and went to school there. It was quite the scenario. And as case manager, that tip, that pretty much meant I was the parent to 15 teenagers. <laughs> That was funny to watch. I basically don't remember much of my life at that time because it was insanity, responsible (laughs) for everything from court appearances to like getting them clothing and taking them for haircuts. So what I want to talk about is the haircuts. I had this brilliant idea. Okay, I've got 15 teenagers that are pretty much all, they're they're mine, like they're my responsibility entirely. Uh, And they all need haircuts. So I'm going to do this in batches. Uh, And I had one female on my caseload who had very, very short hair. And she wanted to like get a buzz cut. Like she wanted a a typically male type of haircut. And she wanted to go to the barber for it. So I took her along with a group of five other young teenage boys um, to a barber. And the barber uh, told me he would cut all of the boys' hair, but he would not cut the girls' hair, even though it was the exact same thing. If I could even say, like, a lot of the guys' hair was longer than her hair. So it wasn't a matter of, like, length or technique or anything. It's not like she had a, a... a head shaped differently than the rest of them. I don't know. I couldn't explain it. Like I, and, and I went back and forth with him for quite some time. Like, what do you mean you can't do her hair? I don't have the licensing for it. What do you mean you don't have the licensing for it? Is the head of hair? I can't do it. You're gonna have to take her someplace else. I, so anyhow, long story short, I had to take her to a salon where yes, we spent more than triple the amount on her haircut, mostly because this barber only charged like $8 to cut the guy's hair. And then we went to a salon where I think we had to pay like $40, $45 for her to get like a buzz cut. So that was, yeah, I mean, that was like 10 years ago and that still stays with me. And I don't know. I haven't looked into it. I mean, maybe a barber can get on line and correct me like if there are actually licensing differences but yeah even they are different schools so i don't i mean here they are different schools in florida right i get that and i i but i just yeah i was under the impression that it was like the type of cuts that you're doing that you're licensed for you know and maybe you're not going to do color or you're not going to do manicures or you're not going to do certain things like that but either way i think it's a problem so yeah for sure wow Well, if you have 
any pink tax experiences that you found solutions for. We'd love to hear it in the Frugal Friends community on Facebook. This is not a place to complain about your pink tax experiences, uh, but we want to hear constructive like solutions to help other people that have the same problems in their life. So please get into the group and uh, help help other people because when we it's it's through community that we fight this and that we fight that disparagement in pricing. Mm-hmm. It's and a little save thing, money but, and live yeah. more frugally. Yeah, it's a little thing, but it will make a difference for our daughters and their daughters in the future. Mm. So, yeah, thank you so much for listening. Um, and thank you for your kind reviews as well on iTunes and Stitcher. Like this one, feeling validated and free from Sweetheart217. <laughs> I just listened to episode 107 and had been feeling lost after having tried several methods. I had an unrealistic goal. I'm on a journey to be debt-free and kept beating myself up because of my age. After listening, I feel validated that my goals are realistic. And so what if it takes me five years? At least I'm doing something about it. Thanks for this podcast. Mm. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. Validate, you can't solve the normalize. world. You can't fix everything. Mm-hmm. But at least you're doing something. And that is the goal. So encouraging. Thank you Thank for sharing you. that with us. Sweetheart. We also want to thank our friends who share these episodes on social media. When you share the latest episode and tag us on Facebook or Instagram, we're adding you to our monthly drawing. Here's what the drawing is. For every five tags and reviews we get each month, we give away a copy of the Frugal Friends Workbook. Mm. Yes. So if you want one of those... Keep leaving us reviews on iTunes or Stitcher and sending the screenshot to frugalfriendspodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to tag us on social. See you next week. Peace. Frugal Friends is produced, edited, and mixed by Eric Siriano. Um, How's your sugar fast going? Um, we did it. We just did it for a detox for three days. Oh, okay. um, yeah. And then so it should have been longer, but we went on our, you know, our anniversary trip. So we were like, we're just going to do three days. Mm-hmm. And it was difficult, but good. I kind of I kept the fatigue and headache away with just some extra black coffee. Um, I typically only have one cup a day. And I think I was averaging I did three cups the first day to the second day, and then I was down to just the one on the last day. So, well done. It was, yeah, it was okay for me. Travis was feeling it a little more than I was. Mm-hmm. Did he drink coffee? No. And then he <laughs> then he criticized my drinking of it, which he does regularly. So mm. I am unfazed. Mm. Good to know. It's none of my business as I sip my coffee with my pinky up. oh well good job trying to better yourself thank you yeah Mm -hmm. i lost um like seven pounds or something -uh, in three days yeah oh but i it's back now girl (laughs) Uh, so you know can't be perfect you just gotta make little improvements yeah and uh yeah 
I think I'd do it again for sure. <laughs> but yeah, just more coffee next time and less judgment. Oh yeah, always. Probably the same amount of judgment, but more coffee. Diamonds Direct has done it again. This month only, get ready for an offer you can't resist. Buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. That's right, a stunning diamond tennis bracelet at no extra cost. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. So hurry into Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet will not last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org.